the daily addict it's your boy tim and dave you know what's up welcome back tim thanks i appreciate it i'm not so happy to be back only to do like this kind of shit but other than that man pretty selfish to leave and not do no uh podcast well we left a couple in there so we're keeping the line flowing we're keeping it flowing how are you all doing we are doing fantastic we got another nice um, episode. I guess you can call it nice. They're all nice. They're all nice. So, yeah, one thing, one interesting thing while I was on vacation down in Florida, because I was, you know, I had to transport my own medicine and uh, always kind of nervous about going through those states that are questionable on the uh, medical marijuana and it's just, I just was kind of thinking about when do we get to the point where marijuana is viewed like alcohol? Just like, yeah, you got a couple of beers in your trunk, not a big deal. You got a cooler with, you know, keeping a couple on ice to go to the beach. When do you, when do we start feeling like it's like that? You know, I I think that uh, once, once the pharmaceuticals can profit off of it, the pharmacist companies, then it will feel like that because the government listens to them. Damn. Um, I hope it's (laughs) (laughs) sound effects. I know. I think that's a good point. Um, I wonder, I hope it's not. I just mean, how long do you think though? I mean, even if it happens that way, do you think like five years from now, two generations, a hundred years from now, when are motherfuckers just going to be like, oh, he's smoking a joint, no big deal. Hey, you want some of this? Yeah, come over here, man. How you doing? I'm Joe. I think we'll never I'm be saying, like that. What? I don't think ever. You're really being a downer right now, man. <laughs> I just, I'm just being honest with you. Well, I think it'll be, I think what whenever it happened for alcohol, like how long before the prohibition of alcohol, and they started running, like, beer commercials. I don't know. That's That would be a good question to, to find out. That would. Like, you had this thing that was illegal, and people were, like, judging you. I think alcohol was different, though, man, because it seemed like everybody was getting fucking drunk when it was illegal. They had all those underground clubs, and they were making their own out of great... I mean, you can make your own alcohol... Very easily, it's not like you need to, on, with the growing weed, you have to really learn a lot. And then to, like, make alcohol, you can just, they do it in prison. They do it in the toilets. You know what I mean? They do it with the fucking apple juice and the fucking. Uh, some sugar, some bread. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just went on a huge alcohol versus weed <laughs> rant. You people out there that are pro-alcohol. I think that kind of proves, though, that. <clears throat> 
whatever is made illegal, people are going to use. I mean, when alcohol was prohibited, everybody still did it. Probably more people did it because they like the, you know, little the, rush the of thrill. Yeah. Well, they needed something, too, because you got to remember, they're coming off the Great Depression, man. You know what I mean? They're like in a time, a different time when you didn't have all this social media and science and people talking to each other and having podcasts about shit. It was like newspapers were your only outlet and then word of mouth and then what people, you know, just what you kind of learned. You didn't have as many resources, so it's probably easier. Um, it's probably more of a mystique about it, you know. I don't know. We should look in. We should have a show covering prohibition. Because alcohol is a drug, and my opinion in is it's the most dangerous drug. It fucks your liver up. Um, it's not good for your body in no regard. It intoxifies your body in every fucks way. Fucks your family up. Fucks your family up. Well, I think any drug overused will fuck you up, but I don't think alcohol and liquor, or liquor and beer and wine and uh, things of that nature, don't they? They have a place. Like they say, one glass of red wine is healthy for you. Um, but drinking 10 bottles in a day is probably not. I think that's like that with anything. And um, alcohol is dangerous in that way because it's so socially acceptable. And I'm just I'm just wondering what is the time frame when weed's going to be like that? Because I'm waiting for that time. I'm waiting for that time to be like. Hey, you guys, uh, take the kids over to the uh, slides. I'm going to step over here and smoke a joint in the, you know, I don't have to worry about it, you know. Like a hot just, box outhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. When do you, when is it that acceptable? Maybe never. Anyways, rant's done. With no further ado, I think we should get on with our show. Our first um, story here is an interesting one. Um, on the AP, the Associated Press. It's about a T-shirt gun that was used to launch contraband into an Oklahoma prison. Hmm. Um, now, this woman, she had balls, man. She was arrested after authorities say she used a T-shirt gun to launch drugs, cell phones, and other contraband over a prison fence. The Oklahoma Department of Corrections says the incident prompted a lockdown at the North, uh, North Fork Correctional Unit in uh, Sayre, about 120 miles west of Oklahoma City. Um, they said they arrested Carrie Joe Hickman after discovering the T-shirt gun and another package in her vehicle. Uh, the television television station there, KOTV, reports the container that was launched Sunday contained cell phones, earbuds, phone chargers, methamphetamine, digital scales, marijuana, and tobacco. All profitable things in prison. Uh, she remained jail Friday on uh, on complaints of introducing contraband into the penal institution, um, which, you know what, most of the people there were probably there for nonviolent drug offenses anyway. So, My, my question is, why wouldn't you pick something quieter to launch shit over the walls, man? You ever hear them guns shoot? Or yeah, just, dude. It, it, they're, they're not quiet. No, they're not. They run off CO2 or whatever. So they, yeah, you'd have to have a CO2 tank. I mean, you got to admit, though, she's got some nuts, man. I mean, she's. It's she, a good idea. It's it's not a bad idea. I mean, she got caught. The only reason she got, it makes it a bad idea is because she got caught. But who who knows how long she's been doing it? 
That's what I want to know, Carrie Joe. How long you been getting away with this shit? Because that's not a bad idea. I've never heard of it. But how did she get it? Did she steal it from somewhere? Did she make it? Either, I mean, either way, we should uh, we should sell those. Fuck yeah. Cartel, shoot, shoot that shit over the wall, man. Yeah, shoot it over the wall. Fuck yeah. You just have someone on the other side. You can attach it to a small parachute and just have it come down easy Fuck on yeah. the other side, man. Fuck it. You'd hate to be on the other side of the wall and somebody shoots the gun. You know, you're on the cell phone with them. They, All right, we're shooting now. And you're not prepared to catch it and it hits you in the head or something. That's true. You hate to be on the other side of the wall getting pelted by cell phones and fucking. Can you imagine that side of the wall would look like World War One with the troops parachuting in? Would it be like contraband coming in? It'd be all kinds of illegal stuff that. Uh, Shouldn't be illegal. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff that they were shooting into the prison was cell phones, earbuds, phone chargers. I mean, come on. So if if all drugs were legal, we wouldn't even do a podcast. No, we would. I think we already said we'd do it the other way. <laughs> just, <laughs> we just jump over. <laughs> we would have to be involved in the drug discussion somehow. Yeah. I think it would be if there was no drug war, I'm sure we would still have a podcast. It probably just wouldn't be on this. Probably about uh Injecting muscles. What was that called? That would be a very short-lived podcast. I don't know. I mean, it seems was, like... What well, was that called? It was called... Um, oh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll remember it. Was it called plumping? Or pumping? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called pumping. Was it, yeah, I think it was called pumping. Pumping on to our next story. This is covered by um, Patch.com. Patch. This went out to you, Patch. Uh, cop firefighters, cops and firefighters amongst uh, nine charge in, uh, in two big New Jersey drug-related busts. Now, New Jersey is just a port for drugs. They're consumers of drugs, and they got some hard motherfuckers living in New Jersey. I got to give it up to my peeps out in Jersey. Um. You guys, you guys do it big over there. I just don't, I just see stories from there constantly. We got a couple in this show. Um, you'll see coming up, but two big drug related busts were announced in New Jersey. One, which, uh, nabbed a cop and several firefighters, according to the authorities. Didn't we do one earlier about firefighters? Firefighters in California. Yeah. Jeez. We, yeah, need, we, did we, one. we need to start paying them guys more if they got to sell drugs. Dude. Um, that's. That is just a great point. They make like 50 to 75 grand and they're making drug busts on things that are worth millions of dollars. You don't think, I mean, it's just, it's just mathematics for you. You got to figure. Here we go with your math again. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pull any calculators out, but I'll just tell you that if you're not making, um, you know, enough money to risk your life, and and you are you are you know you have the opportunity to snatch a stack. Say there's say there's two million dollars in the room, and you just take a stack, and that takes it down to uh, you know ten thousand less than two million. So do you who's gonna notice? Who's gonna notice? You know, and it, that's a 
you have to be very morally sound to not want to do that, um, especially in today's day and age where most of the police don't even believe in the drug war, believe it or not. And they're at, it's funny when they retire, they always come out and say, yeah, fuck the drug war. I had to do it. I'll tell you stories about all the bullshit. They can't do that. Why they're obviously, you know, why they're um, feeding their families and putting their kids through college. But um, they're just people, too, man. They're just people. That, but anyways, seven people back to the story. Seven people charged with defrauding the New Jersey State Health Benefits Program and other insurers out of more than $50 million by submitting fraudulent claims for medically unnecessary prescriptions. Wow. That's a lot of money. In their opinion, they're medically unnecessary. In their opinion, yeah. yes. They include Thomas Scalas, who state public salary records identify as a Ventura police officer, John and Thomas Share. Um, who are firefighters and uh, broccoli, <laughs> Mr. Broccoli, Mr. Broccoli. Oh, okay, well, I'm picturing what is he looks another like. is another firefighter, and they don't they don't even say his first name. They just say and broccoli. Yeah, but they say everybody else's first names. That's weird. <laughs> In a separate bus, the New, the New Jersey State Police announced Friday that they arrested George Korea. 38 of Linden and Gustavo Barco. Um, and they seized heroin, cocaine, marijuana, and more than 60 K in cash. The prescription drug bust involved the indictment of another five or six people. They were all charged with conspiracy to commit healthcare fraud and wire fraud and with individual acts of healthcare fraud and wire fraud. Um, so for two years, they recruited individuals um, to obtain very expensive and medically unnecessary medications from the Louisiana pharmacy. Um, they then learned a certain compound medication, including pain, scar, antifungal, and libido creams, mm. <laughs> as well as vitamin combinations, were reimbursed for thousands of dollars once a month uh, for one-month supplies. So what they did... Um, they took local education employees, teachers, firefighters, municipal workers, and state troopers and had the insurance com uh, coverage for these particular compound medications, as did some of their insurance plans. So they had an entity, an entity referred to as, in the indictment as the Pharmacy Benefits Administrator, provided pharmacy benefit management services for the state health benefits program, which covered qualified state and local government employees, retirees, and eligible defendants, according to the release. So what they did was they took advantage of these cops and firefighters insurance and build the insurance companies for these huge profitable, um, prescriptions from this pharmacy and they also um, were trafficking the detectives from the New Jersey State Police Crime Suppression Unit uh, organized um, and their trafficking unit, a canine unit arrested the two the Carrera and the Barco along with the incident and they seized 823 grams of coke 
150 grams of heroin, THC oil cash, a Nissan Altima. And um, so they got, well, that was a, that was kind of like a separate bus, but they're all together. Ooh, they got a Nissan Altima. Ooh. Ooh wow. I think the more, for, fuck the two guys that got busted with the drugs. What about all the, they used the city workers insurance to scam all kinds of fucking pair uh, prescriptions, including oxycodone and uh, male libido creams. I mean, <laughs> so my opinion on this is people like this, they're making this whole, they're giving a reason for the drug war. I mean, they're out fucking scamming people and, I mean, this shouldn't even be, like, part of the drug war. This is just people breaking actual law, man, by, like, stealing identities and shit. Right. They're scamming a system. They're they're basically doing insurance fraud. Right. right? Yeah, but they're, I mean, the governments and shit are going to make it look like, oh, this is all, this is why we do the drug war, you know? I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. They're going to get big time for this shit. They should. They should. That was a big scam. On to the next story. 1.6 tons of drugs again. Did I tell you that New Jersey has some of the most savage people in the world, man? They're just, and I mean that as a compliment. You guys are hard out there. 1.6 tons. Like libido cream hard. Like super libido cream hard. (laughs) Like diamond. Pumping. Pumping hard. Pumping. That's what it was. Pumping. That was pumping. Did you say pumping earlier? Pumpkin? Plumping. I said pumping. I said pumping. All right. <laughs> I think I said pumping. I don't know. That's what it was. We'll, we'll run that story. Um, 1.6 tons of drugs seized in uh, one of New Jersey's biggest busts in 25 years. That's a lot this of drugs. This bust was $77 million worth. Look at all the cocaine. Holy shit. Wow. That could be froze for years. For years and years. We did we go down did we cover the story? Well, we're gonna cover it again. <laughs> uh we are gonna cover it again. I'm the same, man. All that cocaine. It's just hard with so many. I mean, these stories about all this, all these drugs coming in. Um, 1.6 tons of drugs seized. So it was enough to kill. I think we covered it because we talked about them killing 1.7 million people. They said it's enough drugs to kill 1.7 million people. 3,200 pounds of cocaine. Um, with an estimated street value of $77 million, which you've brought this point up, and I've still yet to see it. How many times have people overdosed on cocaine? Straight cocaine? I, don't, I never heard of one. There there has to be. They had to have. I'm I mean, saying there has maybe, to be. Maybe if they had, like, an underlying condition, condition or something, but just straight cocaine, not mixing it with, like, you know, not making crack out of it or mixing with fentanyl or booze or whatever. I mean, I never heard of anybody ODing just from snorting lines of cocaine. 
Be, be honest. Have you? I've never heard of it either. I've not come to think of it. Um, I'm not saying it's a safe drug, but I'm not saying it hasn't happened. But if they're saying here that they seized enough cocaine to kill 1.7 million people, how do they know how much cocaine kills somebody if cocaine really doesn't like people really don't OD on it? Can we look that up? Can we find yeah, this? Yeah, you, you do the story. I'll look it up. All right. What do you want me to look up? I want to know how many people overdosed on cocaine in 2018. Okay, an examination of the shipping container that entered the United States revealed 60 packages of a white powdery substance, and the field test um, was positive. The apprehension is the second largest cocaine seizure in that port in 25 years. The U.S. Coast Guard, Homeland Security, and the Drug Enforcement Agency, along with the New York Police Department, New York State Police. Um, this is a significant seizure. It's the largest seizure since 94. Uh, it was a partnership between them all. And I was, when I was down in Florida, I went to the Naval Museum there. And it's interesting because... That is part of the U.S. Coast Guard's function. And in this in this bus, it seems like they were involved too. You don't really think of the U.S. Coast Guard and the Homeland Security investigations as being part of a drug task force unit. Shouldn't they? Don't they have other shit to do? Don't Homeland Security have like terrorists? things to do and doesn't the u.s coast guard have like some guarding to do i would think so you know what i mean you're using them to 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 search for drugs all the time so i got some facts here but they're kind of kind of all clouded man because it's not nothing that's just like a straight you know it's all cocaine mixed with any opiate cocaine mixed with any other synthetic narcotic. But either way, in 2017, it was 13,942 people. But it's not... It's kind of like a clouded... It's not what you're... That's to your point, though. Your point is, if it's clean, pure cocaine... Cocaine. Straight from Colombia or Peru, you're saying that you cannot overdose on it. Or you're not saying you can't. You're just saying people don't. Because right. I'm saying people don't. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, without, if they have some kind of condition or they're mixing it, yeah, but I never. It's hard to do. It's I not mean, something, it's not like you're going to put down a line or two lines of cocaine and overdose on it. It's no. going to be like, it's kind of like marijuana where you got to smoke like a pound in 30 seconds or something. In I order mean, for, you know. Even when I was growing up, man, we did a lot of cocaine. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people do a lot of cocaine. Like, a lot of cocaine. And it's probably not what we're talking about, like, pure cocaine. No, and it wasn't even pure. I right, mean, right. But I never seen anybody OD. Unless, it, like you said, it was mixed with fentanyl. But back which, then, that shit wasn't really. Which they, yeah, fentanyl wasn't. Speaking of this, too, I learned another fun fact is even if you buy something like weed that's laced with fentanyl. Yeah. The heat that you use to to smoke it, it's gonna kill the fentanyl. Oh, so it's not really a, you know, all these big things. But oh, everything's laced with it. But it's only digested like uh, 
you know, if you eat it or something, right? Or ingest it or. Yeah, or, I mean, you get it on your skin or some shit, but rub your eyes or. I don't know. That's interesting. Well, weed, people don't, um, a lot of people don't understand that the different temperatures that you burn weed gives you different highs and gives you different sensations and it brings out different things in the weed. That makes sense. Yeah, if you burn it at a slower temperature or a higher temperature, I'm not sure if that changes the carcinogens, but um, I know that it changes the way that the THC is delivered. It makes sense. That's why, like, the Pax vaporizers have many different settings. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, well, the real Pax do. Right, well, we never had the real Pax. We never had the real Pax. We bought the Chinese connection over here. Back to our uh, eBay all right. Next story. Don't call it a comeback. And I'm not talking about LL. This is from TRIB Live. Trib Live. Don't call it a comeback. Despite record busts, officials say cocaine never went away. Now, this is what we... This is what we beat our drums about almost every freaking episode when we cover the drug war and why it's so frustrating is because the mainstream still isn't really picking up on this a whole lot um and local news organizations are covering drug busts and they're doing it almost like in a uh one-dimensional tunnel it's like here's the drug bust we got the bad guys it was worth this much money great job team but they don't talk about the other side of it how why don't you go back there in a week and interview the drug dealer that just took that drug dealer's place or find out how that drug addict got treated and how their life went after they had to go to jail, get their reputation ruined and, uh, you know, be basically a, uh, scourge of society. Yeah. Because, Cause I mean, once you get that on your record, you're not getting a job. So who's, who's paying for them? We, we're paying even more. We're adding that on top of the drug war because we're fucking up people's lives, locking them away, fucking their families up. They lose everything. That's not fair, man. It's not. It's not fair. So um, that's why stories like this are, are kind of refreshing and we like to cover them. And um, this writer here, uh, Renata. Renata. Sinorti. Just make sure you read the whole story. Sirene? <laughs> I will read the whole story. I <laughs> read promise. the whole story. Um, they show some pictures of some pretty big busts. Matter of fact, they show the one from New Jersey, Jersey. that we just covered, um, 3,200 pounds of cocaine. And she says, recent large seizures of cocaine locally and nationally make it seem though the drug is making a comeback. It's not. It never really went away. They're just unfortunately and abundantly a supply of it, said Patrick Trainer, special agent with the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration. Now, here you got the DEA admitting that it never went away. The DEA is admitting we've been a failure. We have not been able to remove this from the streets. That's interesting. And as a reporter, wouldn't you pounce all over that shit? Like, why not? What? 
Let's see what he says further. As Pennsylvania officials report an uptick in cocaine and methamphetamine use in Pittsburgh and other areas, law enforcement officials have made some of the largest cocaine busts in recent history. While the opioid epidemic has overshadowed cocaine for a few years, the substance has maintained a presence. In the DEA's 2018 National Drug Threat Assessment predicts that increasingly available at lower prices will push cocaine as a trend through at least 2019. Holy shit, man. Bye, bye, bye. Invest. Invest. That's going to be the hot drug. With the opioid epidemic uh, took off, cocaine went by the sidelines. In the past couple years, he's been seeing it more often. It never went away because you... Oh, this is so frustrating. This drug war is so fucking frustrating, man. Why can't they just get it? Why don't they just realize that you're never, you're right. It never went away. It's never going away because you can't make people stop doing it the way you're doing it. You can't just throw money at something, man. I mean, you can't treat people like fucking criminals. Patrick. Patrick. Trainer. Get out of here. Get out of here, Patrick Trainer. You know what you're talking about, dog. Freaking, I would say some th- things, but it might be threatening. So I'm going to bite my lip. Uh, with the help of the FBI and other agencies, they seized 50 pounds of cocaine on February 25th. And then they turned around on 28th and got another fucking 3,200 pounds, $77 million worth, 1.6 tons of cocaine. They said that can kill 1.7 million people. I don't believe it. I don't fucking believe it either. But you know what? It can probably make 3.4 million party like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The public focuses on heroin, fentanyl, and other opiates over the past few years and has pushed the use of cocaine from the headlines. No, it hasn't. You You don't read the fucking headlines. This pisses me off. It pisses me off when they interview a DEA agent, man. I think I'm just... They're kind of biased. Yeah, they're real biased. (laughs) It's it's stupid. We're going to admit how much we suck. We've never been able to put a handle on it. But guess what? Give us more money because we're making the world a safer place. They want their jobs too, man. I understand they want their jobs, but you know what they could do with their jobs? Shove it up the ass. Shove it up the ass. No, you can go help somebody, man. Go make somebody's life better for once. Instead of thinking you're helping people by fucking destroying their lives, why don't you go and find out wh- why? Say, why do you have $77 million <laughs> in your boat? Huh? Why isn't it bananas? Why aren't you investing in something legal? What's wrong with you? Why don't we share that with 1.7 million people? Take that coat. Now, they're going to destroy that cocaine, right? Sad. Dude, they could sell that. For half price? Finance a drug war. They could finance a drug war for a whole day. <laughs> for a whole day. It's like it's like fifty seven billion a year. Oh man. They spend a lot of money on this shit. You know, man. I bet you it's more than they actually say anyways. It probably is. They probably They're probably some... doing our math. Yeah, they are. I guarantee it. Our math eventually always ends up right. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean our it, math and we should do a show just with math and geography and That'd be kind of fun. Neat. It would be fun to learn it <laughs> in front of people oh. because we're so bad at it. Oh, well. That's why they make digital scales and stuff. Yeah, it's easy, dude. I mean, you don't need math. Google Earth? What the fuck? I yeah. don't need to learn shit. Yeah. 
So the last story of our travels is oh, about Mama shit. June. You ever heard of Mama June? Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Ah. Mama June. She's uh Mama June. Just the uh she's a star, man. You look at this woman right now and you look at her when she was big and huge too. Oh god. Four hundred and sixty pounds. You listen to her talk. <laughs> And you're like, this is a famous woman, bro. She makes money off of being famous. She wakes up every day and just acts like herself. And people want to watch her. Mm. Wow. She didn't lose shit. She lost some weight. Oh, she had the gastric surgery. She gained. She lost. Dude, she lost 300 pounds. I think she had the crack cocaine diet. Holy fuck. Dude, look at the dude. Look at the dude she's with. He's like, I don't know, man. I'm half into this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, if you guys go to popculture.realitytv, there's a great story about Mama June facing prison time for crack cocaine. And you know what? As much as it bothers me to have talentless, goofy-ass people make money off being stars and being famous, I still have to defend her. If she's smoking crack and that's how she lost her weight, good for her, man. Fuck it. You can't arrest. You can't send her to prison because of that. She's gonna have money for a good defense anyway. Oh, uh, I just think at the end of the day, it would be cheaper for, cheaper and smarter, for the governments to, you know, fuck prison. We're gonna try to get you some some real help. Yeah, I mean that's gonna benefit them and the taxpayers. I mean, I don't know just. It's just stupid, man. What do you think? Why Why wouldn't they just say, hey, you lost 300 pounds smoking crack. Great job. Fuck yeah. Let's, let's prescribe it. Yeah. We'll give you a little bit more and we'll wean you off it. Yeah. But anyway, she had a, this is to no shock to me. Um, they were arrested at a gas station after alleged domestic incident between her and her new boyfriend or her and her boyfriend. And while the police were searching the couple, they found crack cocaine on her. Um, she used to have a lot more crack when she was 460 pounds. But <laughs> That's she only, wrong. She only had a little crack. That's wrong. Um, so she had some residue, I guess. And, uh, you know, she had enough showing evidence of crack cocaine residue. And they are going to fucking, they put her in jail and she's facing charges. And she could go to prison for this, for having cocaine, residue. crack cocaine residue. And it looked like a crack pipe, maybe. Looks like, what, she's facing up to a year for a little bit of crack? her boyfriend was booked under domestic violence, um, and he as well um, for, he's getting charged with the crack too. And, uh, uh, wow, he had a needle on him when they booked him, saying, I don't want you to get your uh, finger stuck. He told them right before they searched him. He did have uh, a needle, so he's doing some oh, shit. Oh, that was nice of him, though. I would imagine meth. But, um, wow, she admitted it was crack. They were spotted hitting up a casino over the weekend. Huh. Wow. Oh, Jesus. This is just a tragedy. They're they're gonna have a baby. Oh Jesus! Well, that is our country, folks. Mama June is famous for being Honey Boo Boo's mama or whatever. I don't, what's the story? Do you know the story behind that? Or uh, I know it was some kind of um, 
pageant kind of shit. Oh, yeah, she was in the beauty pageants, and she was like, she put like a secret mixture in her Mountain Dew bottle every day before her pageant to make her. And it was like Honey Boo Boo that made her, I mean, because she had that personality, you know, that southern personality that people liked, but I never watched it. I thought it was kind of, I don't know. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. Get the crack pipe. (laughs) We go to the (laughs) casino. Yeah, well... Well, the other daughter is uh, Lauren Pumpkin. Lauren Pumpkin. Lauren Pumpkin. 